Hi, my name is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast of the New Testament. I'll be using as the text the King James Version, along with the Joseph Smith Translation. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll also be using quotes from general authorities of the Church, the Apostles and Prophets, and BYU professors and others, and uh, every word out of the Scriptures themselves. So if you're ready for a really detailed analysis of the New Testament, you've come to the right place. Welcome. Hi there, and welcome back. This will be for 1 Timothy chapter 5. The heading reads, Saints are to care for their worthy poor. Policies concerning elders are set forth. Verse 1, Rebuke not an elder, but entreat him as a father, and the younger men as brethren. The elder women as mothers, the younger as sisters with all purity. Honor widows that are widows indeed, but if any widow have children or nephews, let them learn first to show piety at home and to requite their parents, for that is good and acceptable before God. Now she that is a widow indeed and desolate trusteth in God, and continueth in supplication and prayers night and day. Widows had no means of support except from the church back in the day, and that was by Elder McConkie. Verse 6, But she that liveth in pleasure is dead while she liveth, that and these things give in, char- in charge that they may be blameless. But if any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. President Kimball said, No true Latter-day Saint, while physically or emotionally able, will will voluntarily shift the burden of his own or his family's well-being to someone else. So long as he can, under the inspiration of the Lord and with his own labors, he will supply himself and his family with the spiritual and temporal necessities of life. Verse 9, Let not a widow be taken into the number under threescore years old, having been the wife of one man. Uh, and that's 60 years old, to qualify for church assistance under the welfare system then in operation. Widows were to be in need, to be without children or relatives who could support them, to be 60 years of age or older, to have been faithful to their husbands, to have lived the gospel in general, as shown by the fact of rearing children, of lodging strangers, of washing the clothes of the saints, of relieving the afflicted, and of general proper living. Young widows were counseled to marry again and raise families. And that was by Bruce R. McConkie. So here's the rest of the thing here. Verse 10, well reported of for good works, if she have brought up children, if she have labored, uh, lodged strangers, if she have washed the saints' clothes, if she have relieved the afflicted, if she have diligently followed every good work. But the younger widows refuse, for when they have begun to wax and to wax wanton against Christ, they will marry, having damnation because they have cast off their first faith and withal they learn to be idle wandering about from house to house and not one and not only idle but tattlers also and busybodies speaking things which they ought not i will therefore that the younger women marry bear children guide the house give none occasion to the adversary to speak reproachfully for some are already turned aside after satan if any man or woman that believeth have widows Let them relieve them, and let not the church be charged, that it may relieve them that are widows indeed. Today the welfare system is different. It's for those that are worthy and those in need. Verse 17. Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. For the the scripture saith, Thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn, and the laborer is worthy of his reward. Again, Against an elder receive not an accusation, but before two or three witnesses. Them that sin rebuke before all, that others also may fear. Public sins should be dealt with publicly. Verse 21, I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ and the elect angels that 
thou observe these things without, preferring one before another, doing nothing by partiality. Lay hands suddenly on no man, neither be partaker of other men's sins, keep thyself pure. Drink no longer water, but use a little wine for thy stomach's sake, and thine often in Infirmities. Some men's sins are open beforehand, going before to judgment, and some men they follow after. Likewise, also the good works of some are manifest beforehand, and they that are otherwise cannot be hid. So anyway, that's the end of the chapter, and we'll see you next time. Bye.